Hello everyone. My name is Shanae Jones and I am your resident certified sex coach. Thank you so much for listening to Do You Know the New Kinky You? This is our platform to discover who we are as unique sexual beings. Part of the way that I do that is to read to you from a book called Mirror of Intimacy, Daily Reflections on Emotional and Erotic Intelligence by Alexandra Katakis and Tom Bliss. This is the ASECT 2015 Book of the Year, and ASEC stands for American Association of Sexuality Educators, Counselors, and Therapists. Now, this book is, again, a daily reflection. So, every day, not always every day, but I've so far covered every day's topics, uh, up until today, which is March 13th, and we are talking about puberty. The authors give us a quote and a passage, both of which I will read to you give you some time to reflect and think about how you feel, what resonates with you. I will share my thoughts and opinions as well. And then hopefully it's a place where, and I know this is not a a two-way dialogue, but hopefully these topics and, you know, the thoughts of the authors as well as myself gives you at least some perspective into, you know, thinking about how you feel on these particular topics. That is the point, that is the goal, to get us to start to think and talk and just have the conversations, especially uh, around today's particular topic. So I told you, sometimes I get very, very excited, other times not so much. But on March 13th, we are talking about puberty. What laughter is to childhood, sex is to adolescence. Martha Beck. Puberty is a rite of passage ordained by nature. Transition from childhood to adulthood sends surges of hormones that overwhelm the body and brain, catapulting our sweet children into unrestrained pseudo-adults. Gone are the cuddly yet bold girls and boys who seem safe in their own skin. Enter the angst-riddled, gangly teen who's unsure of his or her every move, but whose body seeks sexual arousal. Menstruation and erections and orgasm. Oh my. Physiological changes shock teenagers as they leave childhood behind, their bodies morphing into new and unrecognizable things. Without proper education and preparation, ill-timed periods and erections can be humiliating source of shame. Our first sexual experiences can color our sexuality for a lifetime. Cultural myths, peer pressure, pornography, and unfortunately, sexual abuse are powerful if improper educators. Puberty marks the physical sexual maturity rendering us capable of reproduction. Yet, as we know, it takes a long time to achieve psychological and emotional sexual maturity. Sexual exploration is a natural part of adolescence and pushes us toward individuation. It lets our personality and sense of self emerge in new, exciting, and complex ways at a time when the liberation of adulthood looms. But if our sexuality is tampered with, we can be left with a shame-based sexuality that impacts our adult relationships. Without proper stewardship, puberty can be painful confusing and traumatizing. The adolescent brain undergoes major reconstruction, 
breaking down and reorganizing at higher levels of complexity, leaving teens unable to sort out the range of experiences coming their way. If we talk about our preteens, if we talk to our preteens in appropriate detail about love and sex and the wisdom of waiting on them, if we make sure they know sexual abuse is not their fault and should be reported immediately, we can usher them into a lifelong healthy sexuality. All right. What are your thoughts on puberty? Okay. So puberty is one of those things for me that is like hugely important and is a big driver around how I want to pursue my career as a sex coach and educator because as a person who has evolved to this point in my life and knowing that my evolution is far from done it's looking back to say well if I had known this and what would I tell my younger self and you know if if this situation had been different or if I had it's all kinds of what ifs, what ifs, what ifs, and how could things be different? Perhaps how could things be better? And that is the motivation that I have, especially when I have personally, you know, been just a very explicit person. There is like very few topics that one that we can't talk about that I won't turn into something, you know, sexual. That's just a, a talent that I have. Thank you. Uh, the other part, though, is hearing just the, the way that different people talk about their life and their experiences and even just their level of comfort. And I'm like, well, I know for myself that my level of comfort in talking about certain things was one thing, but being able to speak up for myself or to say what it is that I like because I knew what it was with confidence, you know, all of those things or being able to communicate with my partners, like all of that takes time. All of it takes experience. All of it takes things that we honestly, we learn through trial and error. Think about what your adolescence was like. What was puberty like for you? And have you tried to do things differently for your children or the young people around you, you know, or were you, was your childhood okay? Because like the book said, and it's, uh, you know, this to be true that our adolescence, not just our sexual identities, but our adolescence helps to define us, define us as people. And our sexual identity is one of those things. So let's just break it down. Let's go through some very, Two very, one for our female identifying people that will eventually get a period. And then for our, our penis people that get erections. And we're talking puberty people. Now, when you are a young lady and you are going through the world and you, you, you are getting hair in places it's not just girls but you know getting hair in places and your your breasts are growing out and your body's you know defining itself as far as a shape 
and you know now you have you know people looking at you and you know you're transitioning from this little cute little person to this oh this is actually a, a mature person right a maturing person and you're going through life and you're going through school and next thing you know you are coming on your cycle and you don't know if you cut yourself you don't know what the fuck is going on because nobody ever had the conversation with you and most i don't know how many of you noticed but the the age range says to when women young ladies can come on their cycle can be as early as we roughly eight nine can happen that early you know all the way up until your late teens and so you just never know that's a large window of time to have the possibility of something happen and you not know how to handle or deal with that situation because it's just never been presented to you so there's that's the lack of any type of education so then there is the misinformation so what do you do why do you teach you need to teach young ladies about what it means to use a sanitary napkin versus a tampon and the different types of tampons or you know even from there are we starting to talk about birth control what do how the conversations can be so wide and so deep but we as parents we feel like oh my god we can't have this conversation with them because as soon as you expose them to sex or conversations about sex, then now they're just going to automatically go out there and start fucking. That's just not how it works. And the U.S. education system is shit. So as far as sex education, so most places are doing some level of abstinence only uh, scare tactics for trying to get adolescents to refrain from sex. Uh, Sex positive, comprehensive based sexuality where we're talking not only anatomy but we're talking about uh staying healthy as far as prevention of unintended pregnancy and stis when we're talking about body and pleasure and what does that mean then from that educational standpoint then you can open up the environment to be able to talk about the wide range of things that is sexual because I've had this conversation before and I know that we're talking about the young ladies right now, but it's, if we're relying on the schools to educate our young people, then you have to ask yourself, is the curriculum that the school teaching, how well does it mesh up with your core values? Because from the the male perspective, and this is just the anatomy piece, does a young man need to know, you know, does he, how does it feel to him when he gets an erection, uh, the morning would, and can he control it? Or, you know, what is the, the proper response? I was like, okay, well, it's hard now. Do I just, you know, let it, do I let it die down and go away? Does this, is this an automatic cue that I need to now masturbate? And then, you know, are they doing it? Do they have privacy? Both men, uh, young women and young men, you know, or do they have the opportunity to even explore their bodies to understand what sexuality means for them so that they're not so willing to just take information as it is given to them by perhaps their ignorant adolescent friends who don't know and they're probably going to porn to the internet where you're looking at paid actors and professional uh people that are sex workers that is their job their job is to provide entertainment and that video is not intended to be a teaching tool or proper teaching tool for 
a developing person and how you're grooming what the expectations are around sex and sexuality. And what do you expect to get out of that person? The, the anticipated or expected behavior from a person that you are in an actual relationship with that did not have the same exposure or influences to the pornography that has shaped you or the information that has shaped you because you there's the other end to it you have certain people that uh are overly exposed to sexuality and if you happen to have people that you know are in and out and in and out of your life and or or have been abusive or traumatic or anything as children they need to be protected but they also need to be informed so age-appropriate conversation is needed at a parental level and hopefully there will be changes to comprehensive sex education in the United States because there are other countries that have been doing it for much longer and way better and it there are studies that show giving young people good proper information giving them a safe space to be able to ask questions to get good and pertinent information is enough we can trust our children enough to make good and informed decisions and so it's usually when they are left to their own devices to figure it out that they end up getting in trouble because nobody told them that they had choices they had options except for don't have sex you'll get pregnant you'll get a disease you're gonna die that goes into the all of the shaming that the authors were talking about but body shaming is like why are you walking around naked it's your body it's your be it's your body you should be be proud of your body all of those things and one it's your body you even little babies young little kids you know touch themselves and i have my child who is nine um she's so funny to me because if we're watching TV or a movie and she sees people kissing, she'll be like, oh, no, that's crazy. I didn't want to watch it. I was like, okay. I said, I don't know how you're going to be my child and just be so queasy about, you know, just visual intimacy. This is not porn. This is people on TV kissing. And that's what I'm telling you, not her. I'm like, But I still have the same conversations with her. She knows what it means to have a a cycle you know she knows now so that it's not a surprise to her she's seen me change my sanitary now because i need her to know that it's not a scary thing there are things that you need your children to know so that they are well informed and cannot be easily manipulated with other people feeding them information that could put them into a dangerous situation so as our parents as parents as adults that have young people in our lives that we love and care about it is our job to get them the best information possible now what i know that also means sometimes is that us as adults we don't always have the best information and we teach what we know so if we got bad information then all we're doing is giving our kids more bad information and we're continuing the cycle and continuing the cycle and continuing the cycle it's time for the cycle to be broken it is time for young adults to be able to express who they are to be okay with not knowing exactly who they are because how many times do we send our kids off to to college and it's like oh first day in the college you need to know your your degree and what you're going to do for the rest of your life why you don't it's not it's not that serious but what you do have to do is make an informed decision understand what it is that you like so that if you know that you you sticking with our college example if you know that you hate math 
why would you go to school to be an engineer? You have to do math. It's required. It's a required part of the job. So know your strengths. When you are going to send your child out to one day maybe marry another person and you're sending them off to setting them up for failure if they don't understand what it means for them to know who they are as a sexual person so then they can start to build those relationships and what does that mean for them as well as them and the person that they're with person persons that they are with and with the communication that each person that you are with each experience you with is going to be different so you can't do a, a, a cookie cutter playbook and say, boom, here's life. That's not how this shit works. You can't do it. You can say, okay, here are some guides, some things to think about. And then when you end the conversation, when you have the conversation with your kids, say to them, and if you have any other questions, always, I am here. This is a safe place. You can always ask me. And if I don't know the answer, we'll find out together. Because that's really all kids want. They want somebody that they can go to. But when we don't talk, they don't talk. Or worse, when we don't talk to them, they talk to each other. So think about that. And so obviously this is something that I care deeply about. So, And I'm sure I will find an opportunity to talk about this particular thing again. But unless it comes up in the book, that is our March 13th talking about puberty. So thank you again for listening to Do You Know the Kinky You. These conversations are not easy all the time. For some of us, it is. Some of us, we don't have any issue. Others, you know, it takes a little bit of time. And as a mother of a young lady, I want her to understand her body and what her future looks like. So I'm trying to put all of the power in her so that she doesn't have the same open-ended questions that I did or that some of the other people that, of course, that I've met. Every, everybody's story is going to be different. But we got to do our best. Our job is to not fuck up our kids. So let's just do our best not to do that. Okay, so follow me across social media at D-O-Y-O-U-K-N-K-Y at a dot com. That is the website. Please go check it out. There's a lot of other pertinent, useful information. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one.